And now would be a great time to protect your home with Rhino Shield's 25-year guaranteed exterior house paint. Don't let your home's exterior weather another winter without our exclusive weatherproof house coating. It goes on like paint and looks like paint on any exterior surface. But with Rhino Shield, your home is protected and you'll never have to paint again. Join thousands of your neighbors who have already made repainting a thing of the past by calling Rhino Shield today for a free consultation and our lowest pricing of the year. Call us now at 484-406-5111. That's 484-406-5111. Or visit us online at MyRhinoShield.com. Remember, traditional paint just doesn't last, but Rhino Shield does. Hi, this is Dr. Brad Schaefer. As a podiatrist, I can tell you no two people's feet are alike, which is why I recommend Dr. Scholl's Custom Fit Orthotic Inserts. They're customized for your feet, so you get a unique solution your feet really need. Not just a one-size-fits-all insole. They're clinically proven to provide pain relief for achy feet, knees, lower back, plantar fasciitis, and heels. Take the Dr. Scholl's Custom Fit Orthotics Assessment in Walmart today. Now in the foot care aisle. Are you putting your retirement savings in a 401k or IRA? Then I have one word of advice. Stop. You've been lied to by the Wall Street fat cats who get paid whether you win or lose. They say risk your life savings in the stock market. But studies show people who follow that advice will outlive their savings by a staggering 10 years. They say max out your contributions to 401ks. But the man who invented the 401k now says it's a monster that should be destroyed. They say defer paying your taxes to retire in a lower tax bracket. But retirees who fell for that lie are paying higher taxes than ever. Now get a free report exposing the wealth-killing lies you've been told and discover the proven retirement plan alternative Wall Street fat cats hope you never hear about. You can get guaranteed competitive growth every year and tax-free retirement income. Get your free report now at bankonyourself.com slash save. That's bankonyourself.com slash save. Bankonyourself.com slash save. Wesley Financial Group is not a law firm. This story is called The Ugly Truth About Timeshare. If you think you've done your family a favor by buying a timeshare, you need my help. Hello, I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO and founder of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I started helping folks cancel their timeshare. And in the process, started what's now called the timeshare cancellation industry. Timeshare is the only thing that you can buy that you can't tell me how much it's going to cost or when it's going to end. When you buy a timeshare, you give them a blank check to fill out any amount they want for annual maintenance and assessment fees. The crazy thing is, this never ends. Even when you die, your family's now going to be stuck with this burden. Stop the insanity today. Call my office now. If we take you as a client, I guarantee we'll cancel your timeshare or you'll pay nothing. Call for your free information kit. 800-990-3434-800-990-3434-800-990-3434-800-990-3434-800-990-3434-800-990-3434-800-990-3434-800-990-3434-800-990-3434-800-990-3434-800-990-3434-800-990-3434-800-990-3434-800-990-3434-800-
in to Crash Proof Retirement Show. Saturdays at 11 a.m. to hear Phil Canella and Joanne Small. The Crash Proof Retirement Show. Saturday mornings at 11 on Talk Radio 1210. Lose weight and feel great with NJ Diet. NJ Diet uses DNA and blood work to help you lose weight and keep it off. Tune into the radio show Sunday at 2 or visit njdiet.com. We know your favorite station is Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Always live on the free Odyssey app. Welcome back in Friday morning, fourth and final hour as we head into the weekend. Nick, Dawn, and Greg here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Get us on the free Odyssey app. Watch us live on YouTube. You can see uh, videos and still shots of things like frogs, toads, (laughs) Nick Kale wearing makeup, looking like he's on a bender, (laughs) crying all night. Uh, that would have been me last night if the Phillies would have lost, but they did not. Uh, if you're just tuning in, well, we started three hours and four minutes ago, so I don't know where the hell you've been. Where you been? Yes, because we started at 6 o'clock. Uh, you can use the Rewind feature on the app or, of course, go back on YouTube and catch up. But really, three big stories of the day, uh, locally, nationally. You know, I started off this, uh, the show this morning with a big take about the Second Amendment and the right to bear arms now more than ever uh, today uh, in the United States, as well as the lack of a true Second Amendment in Israel, and also tied that into the other big stories of the day, which are the fact that, according to uh, Hamas, which some claim is a governmental institution, today is a uh, global day of jihad, and, you know, throughout this country, uh, people will be, uh, some people will be on high alert, and, you know, obviously having the right to bear arms and the Second Amendment in this country is a beautiful thing on days where there are possibilities and threats that are out there. Uh, Also, the other story of the day steve scalise yesterday probably as your kids were getting off the bus yesterday 3 3 30 uh, he decides that he is going to step down because he was quickly realizing that he was not going to reach 217 votes so it looks like it should be jim jordan i know they will be having meetings starting at 10 o'clock today so might break on dawn's show or dom's show or on rich's show this afternoon but i would expect i would say it is a very safe bet to make that jim jordan will be the speaker of the house before they break for the weekend and then of course the other big story locally the philadelphia phillies back in the national league championship series um so if you want to jump in 855-839-1210 is how you do so uh we got our morning mystery movie clip in about 15 minutes uh as we have another chance to win adam lambert and queen tickets at the wells fargo center which is coming up on wednesday the 18th all right so i've got some video here that we'll get to in a moment with a dad a father of four who decided to show up at a school board meeting to protest the more lenient dress code proposal that this school has placed. And it's only about 10 seconds long. Uh, There's no audio, so it's really for the YouTubers. We'll we'll walk you through it, so to speak. Uh, As this man strips down to a spaghetti strap crop top and uh, shorts, 
to kind of talk about how absurd these dress policies are in the school. And that's kind of where we go here for the next couple of minutes, uh, because I want to start with this story. There is now a test that is going to spark a counter-revolution in education, and it's coming from the state of Florida, where they do things, I think, the right way. Uh, and a new College of Florida interim president, Richard Corcoran, is talking now about, and he was doing some media appearances. He was on Fox News discuss, discussing why the Ron DeSantis-backed public liberal arts school will now accept a new test, which is called CLT. It's called the Classic Learning Test. And this is a counter-revolution to the woke revolution that has invaded our schools. And this year, Florida adopted the classic learning test as an alternative to the SAT and the ACT. And, you know, this also kind of falls in line with some of these absurd things like critical race theory that they're teaching in schools and, you know, all the gender nonsense and the pronouns. And we've seen post-pandemic where our students are hopefully your child is not affected but there are many children throughout the united states that are a grade two grades behind reading math because of the detrimental effects of the pandemic and also this this shift in identity education which i think is beyond absurd uh but this is a move to further show the evidence that the tide is turning in education and that clt is the remedy that we need to redeem our failing education system. Now, the CLT sets students up for success in work and life because it orients educators to teach cultural literacy and critical thinking skills, two main pillars of knowledge that teenagers need to thrive in adulthood. And I want to stop just right there because what are we seeing right now in colleges across the country? Protests, uh, pro-Hamas, pro-Palestine, we are seeing people like Riley Gaines being facing, you know, and being stonewalled at, against free speech at, you know, whether it's Penn State, the Bay Area, Alabama, and critical thinking and critical learning is a part of education, but certainly is something that I think when you, you know, you're a junior or senior in high school, you start to really think about things even though you're very immature and your brain's not fully developed. And then you get to college and that's where you're like, you know, you come up with your own theories, your own hypothesis. You want to challenge things. You have, you do these dissertations and these, these long written out papers and you make an argument, you present a case. And I feel like for the last handful of years, and it's probably been going on since before the pandemic, but I think it's really been highlighted in the last three and a half years with this administration. They don't want critical thinking. They just want think tank ideology where everybody falls in line, left wing, mainstream media. This is the way it is. This is the way you will think. And we will have no nothing to do with it. And we will hear nothing else. So this CLT in Florida, I think, is very interesting. I'll be curious to see how many states adopt it. Sadly, I think it'll fall on partisan lines where Florida, Texas, Georgia, maybe. Uh, I don't think you'll see it in Pennsylvania. Perhaps you see it in Ohio because they are certainly more red than Pennsylvania. But I, I thought that was interesting. And then that leads me to where I think parents are. And I know, Dawn, we always talk about parental rights and big victories. Yeah. And we're seeing all these battles in school boards in Bucks County and other districts. Um, I want to just play you this video because this is amazing. Uh, let me just give you the context to this story. So a father of four recently was fed up with the new lenient dress code proposal at a school in Gilbert, Arizona. 
So to kind of point out the absurdity of what his children would be allowed to wear or exposed to, my guess is this father would not allow his children to dress like this. Uh, he recently stripped down to a spaghetti. And by the way, for all of you photoshoppers out there, if you think about putting my head with the makeup well, on, on well, the spaghetti strap top. Oh, come on. That'd be delicious. I will cancel that'd be wonderful. you. Somebody, somebody is already doing oh. that, by the way. Somebody, somebody put out a oh, uh, a picture of you in makeup on the cover of the Rocky Horror Picture. No. Thing, so, is, that, uh, now, is that Twitter only? Yes, it's no. Twitter only. Keith, Keith Martin did it. Good job, Keith. But I have a great idea. Uh-oh. We should put, because Nick is taking his... Is a true man. She's taking his daughters and his ex-wife to see Sailor Twift. To see, yes. So we should get a <clears throat> screenshot of Sailor Twift. Yep. And then put Nick in there, all made up as like a backup singer. As a Twifty. As a Twifty. <laughs> as a little Twifty. Yeah. Oh God! All right. So you guys have your fun on social media. I'll retweet all of it. I can take all of it. Uh, but this father uh, apparently was not going to stand for it. And uh, under this proposed policy, this would be appropriate in a classroom. Uh, we will post it on YouTube right now if Valdez wants to put it up, and we will um, it kind of describe it for you. Okay. So this father is in a polo. He's dressed appropriately. Now he's Uh-oh. stripping. Oh boy. Takes off the polo. Some love handles. He's got some uh, boxer brief, short, short, Daisy Duke things, and a spaghetti strap like crop top. top. Thing. Yeah. Can, can you play that one more time? <laughs> yes. YouTube.com slash at 12 time yeah. if you want to see the video. And maybe we can just isolate it then and leave that in the box as well. No, Everybody no gets more a box. Boxes. <laughs> Everybody gets For a box. Pops. Everybody must eat. I'll so. Yeah, look at this. This is just atrocious. Do I mean, see, <laughs> he's doing the DX, the, 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 the chop. Yeah, yeah my God. And so, what's his point there? So, his point being that this is that would be permissible in the Gilbert, Arizona school board or school district. I'm sorry, uh, that would be appropriate attire with their new laxed and lenient dress code. Now, my my daughters go to public school, but they actually do have uniforms. Yeah. They have to wear either um, khaki for my for my daughters. They wear like a khaki dress or like a, a skirt, and they can only wear solid color t shirts or polos. So they have a bunch of like little like generic cheap you know cotton polos that you would never wear on a golf course when it's a hundred degrees anymore because <laughs> they make lighter stuff these days and they have like eight or nine different colors mm-hmm. and they can wear that with the khaki dress skirt or they can wear uh, a t-shirt with no logo the only uh printing on see they couldn't even wear a kale and company shirt sadly the only printing they can have on the shirt is if it's shane elementary school apparel which is permissible. Gotcha. So, like, this idea, and I don't know exactly what people send their kids out to dress, you know, in, in the day and age of schools today, but what that guy is doing that we showed you on YouTube, kids that are in elementary school could go to school like that now, which, like, I'm not a stickler for, like, hey, I want my daughter to have all of her skin buttoned up. Like, I'm not going to be that. Hey, you're showing too much chest, like, when they're 16. Like, I'm not going to be that guy. Yeah. But some of this stuff just kind of highlights... And I wanted to bring in this CLT stuff as well, just kind of where we are educational-wise and what our tax dollars are going to, parental rights. It all falls under the same stuff here. Yeah. So I, I just wanted to lay that out for people because like, I, I really think I think the pandemic, if there was one, I hate to say one good thing from it, but I think it really woke up a lot of parents that might have been sleepwalking. Yes. Like, you know, just, hey, Johnny gets off the bus at 3.30. How was school? Cool. All right, throw your book back down. We got practice. Like, now people are more in tuned as to 
curriculum and policy. And I think that's a good thing. So I agree. And to your point, I think it's because a lot of parents were working. I know so many moms who were working from home. Yeah. And either they were impressed, you know, by on one point listening and thinking, oh, wow, great teacher, great class, or not so much. Mm-hmm. And what what did the teacher just say? What are the, what are, what? Yeah. And so all of a sudden, then you're, you can't help but be focused on it. As far as the uniforms, I agree with you. In Philadelphia, we, in the public schools, and obviously the Catholic schools all have, you know, and the parochial schools have some type of, of unif- different levels of uniform. But Philadelphia public schools, mostly because of gang colors. Correct. And also as an economic relief for parents so that there's not this, and that's what I love about about uniforms especially for girls mm-hmm. is that it takes off the pressure right that oh i have this uh, whatever my lululemon whatever expensive stuff and so it makes everybody s- just focus on school and the curriculum because you're not focused on so and so's you know whatever they're what shirt or pant or skirt they're wearing and usually they do what your daughters have mm-hmm. the khakis or maybe yep. gray and then they'll have some color scheme that's allowed that's plain yeah and that and that's by the way nick what you're saying is exactly what, for example, in Bucks County and Montgomery County, they've been accused of right. being, uh, you know, phobic or what have you, because their policy is the shirts are plain. So we don't have any kind of writing of any kind. But they've said, well, you should make one exception and be able to have pride materials, but not anything else. Right. Yeah. And they have said, no, 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 we just want plain. Mm-hmm. And okay. that's. But you can have a little bracelet. You can have jewelry that would say Kale and Company. Right. Or, hey, or Kale and Company bracelets. Right? Like those. All right, guys. Can mask enough, cool. with the, enough with the, with the merchandising. <laughs> merchandising. Merchandising. It would, be like, it would be like Screech and Saved by the Bell with a Buddy Bands episode. Get your Buddy Bands. <laughs> but for Bucks County oh, and Montgomery County. You most really of those... can relate to an audience, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> the numbers show I do. <laughs> But most of those schools will allow, like, jewelry, a bracelet, other things, something in your hair. Yeah. Just not the printout on a shirt. Right. I mean, it, it is really remarkable. And then, you know, I want to tie this last thing in here with what CBS's Gail King just said a few days ago, saying that wokeism is truthism to her, and she's annoyed by the word. I'm annoyed by the word as well. Ron DeSantis has ruined that word for the rest of us, <laughs> for the rest of our lives, We're using that word. Uh, but CBS Morning's host, Gail King, blasted the use of the term wokeism as a pejorative used to describe radical left-wing beliefs, claiming she sees it as truthism instead. And this actually gets tied into Florida and the education system and what we're talking about here with CLT. King made the comments in context of correspondence Lisa Ling, which, by the way, I know I'm getting old now, where Lisa Ling is on CBS. She used to be on Channel One News yeah. that was aired in classrooms for homeroom in the 90s. Yeah. If, if you are my age or Greg's age, about 40, and you ever had Channel One News in your classroom in middle school, Lisa Ling was like the, the host of that. So I mean I guess she's worked her way up. Nice work out of her. I should have spent more time at homeroom because I I don't I don't remember that at all. Right, right. And if you would have adhered to homeroom, and you know it starts. We start at six a.m. And then you never, go to first period. Never meant, never made it to homeroom. Sorry. Exactly right. Greg would get there at like nine thirty-seven. <laughs> Sometimes his parents would drop him off. Sometimes the cops would. It just yeah, it just depended on the day. 
<laughs> Sorry. So uh, King made the comments in context of correspondent Lisa Ling's Tuesday story about Florida banning a CRT, critical race theory, influenced AP, Advanced Placement, African American History course earlier this year. So here we go again with the Ron DeSantis curriculum in Florida. Uh, it's, you know, it's not, it's not right. And of course, nobody reads the curriculum for that advanced AP class. You know, DeSantis, you know, to his credit has fought that battle. He's done very well with it. Uh, and she says, quote, I know it's so sad to me now that the word wokeism has now almost become weaponized. Uh, so here we go again, Gail King. Everything is weaponized in this day and age, right? Everybody's under a attack threats to democracy quote it's really missing the point about what's being taught here you know i don't look at it as wokeism so much as truthism now i already gave my definition months ago on this show for what i think woke means but this is and i would actually just to kind of you know bring it all home full circle here to the big story for the last seven days with israel and hamas who are the ones that are pro hamas pro palestinian efforts in this country right now the left-wing woke people. And you see this thrown out on Twitter from a lot of conservative social media influencers, and it becomes a little uh, exhausting at some time, uh, at some point. But I think it's, it's rooted and it's grounded and it's correct that wokeism destroys the brain. And when, as soon as you start adopting this and applying identity politics to everything you do, I think ultimately you get exposed. And there's countless examples that we have given you on this show where we have pointed out the hypocrisy of the left. But CBS's Gail King, I don't think wokeism is truthism. I think wokeism is a distorted reality in a world that you you think you're living in and you're striving and fighting towards and for that is just not realistic. You know, you could throw so many things under the woke umbrella. Like Dylan Mulvaney, perfect example. Dylan Mulvaney was on our cut sheet today. It doesn't matter if Dylan Mulvaney tucks it Gets it chopped off, claims he's this or claims he's that. You were born a man, you will be a man until the day you die, and there are only two genders. But wokeism likes you to believe that because a college provides a drop-down box on a digital application and provides you 12 genders, you actually believe that there are 12 genders. There are not, because when you go to get gender reassignment surgery, and if you find a doctor that's willing to do it, the doctor will say... There are two options. I can make you a man. I'm using air quotes here. Or I can make you a woman. I can't make you 11 different other things. But wokeism distorts reality. And I think people suffer from it. <laughs> Newman, Newman Price <laughs> photoshopped you Not on Ro- uh, Robert Smith from The Cure yeah. uh, on his on his body. Uh, it says radio broadcast 1981. Instead of the cure, it says the kale. Hey, I like that. <laughs> it's Friday. I'm in love. All right. <laughs> you play that coming out of break next time. I'm, I'm going to. Beautiful. Uh, it's a good, that's a good, uh, that's, that's good. Yes. Uh, Daniel, can we, like, is there a way to put this and the Rocky Horror Picture Show into <laughs> two separate things? Just, just take all my Photoshop and box them all just up. Go into, I'll take it to go order. Just go into YouTube or Jeez. just go into Twitter and uh, and search Nick Hale's name and I'm just, you all know, of them are there. I mean, honestly, at this point... Damn it! <laughs> where do you expect me to take? Exactly. Hey, yeah. usually it's me that's, that's you know, getting yeah. messed on. I know. <laughs> Sorry, Don. Well, you deserve it. It's true. <laughs> It's 9.22. Is there yes. something going on? Oh, look at Dawn. Following the show sheet, trying to keep us on track. I was, well, was going to yeah, comment on I'm that like one that. vote. I'm going to send it to you because yeah. there's another controversy to it, but it's yeah. 9.22. That being said, as Dawn Stenzel would say, how about, you know what, Dawn? You throw it to what we do at 9.20 every morning. Right now. <laughs> Take it away. How do, you, how do I do it? It's 9.20. It's time for... 
morning mystery movie clip on Kalen Company. Talk radio Seamless, 1210 guys. WPHT. I was like a female frog playing possum. Thanks, Dan. That's worth about 10 seconds. On the air. Bye. Hi, mateys. This is KAB Antonio Bay. Stevie Wayne here, beaming a signal across the sea. Yeah, baby. To the men of the seagrass, 15 miles out tonight, a warm hello. And keep a watch out for that fog bank heading in from the east. Now, in the meantime, relax with me while I play this song from the Coupe de Ville's. Think you know what it is? Be call at 12 at 855-839-1210, and you could win this great prize. Oh, man, how about that clip? That goes back to 1980. There's your clue. There's your hint. If you can identify that clip, call or 12-855-839-1210. You will win a pair of tickets to see Queen and Adam Lambert next Wednesday. It's coming up soon, a, uh, October 18th at the Wells Fargo Center. Call or 12-855-839-1210. Queen and Adam Lambert tickets if you can identify that movie from 43 years ago today, that was the release date. And we're back after this on Kale & Company. Stay right there. The future of joint pain relief is right here in the Philadelphia region. QC Kinetics, advanced regenerative medicine. Hey, Dawn Stensland here. If you've been told that more steroids or surgery are your only options, not so fast. Get a second opinion. Learn more about how you can harness your body's own healing agents to attack that joint pain. QC Kinetics does not mask the pain. These treatments go to the very core of the problem. Using concentrated healing properties, play directly into your joint, which repairs and restores that damaged tissue. Imagine living life, especially this fall, with no more pain in your knees, your aching shoulder, your back, your hips. No drugs, no surgery, no downtime. Just call the local medical professionals, get a free consultation. QC Kinetics, the nation's leader in regenerative medicine. 215-999-3000. Just call QC Kinetics, 215-999-3000. Tell Dawn's Thank you. Hey, it's Rich Zioli. When it comes to all your home improvement needs, trust is everything. And that's why for years I've been talking about the amazing work my friends Stephanie and Matt and the entire team at Emmons has done for me and my home. My roof, doors, windows, siding, and yes, remodeling projects. Emmons can bring that same quality of work to all of your kitchen and bathroom remodeling needs. Roofing, siding, windows, doors, and now baths and kitchens. Emmons is the Delaware Valley's one-stop shop for all of your home improvement needs. Call 856-556-3229 and get a free estimate or go online to emmonsroofing.com or even better, come visit the Emmons Design Showroom in Cherry Hill. Emmonsroofing.com. It's about trust. It's about quality. It's about great work. And that's why me and my family have used them for basically every project we've done to improve our home. Emmonsroofing.com. Hi, this is Dr. Brad Schaefer. As a podiatrist, I can tell you no two people's feet are alike, which is why I recommend Dr. Scholl's Custom Fit Orthotic Inserts. They're customized for your feet, so you get a unique solution your feet really need. Not just a one-size-fits-all insole. They're clinically proven to provide pain relief for achy feet, knees, lower back, plantar fasciitis, and heels. Take the Dr. Scholl's Custom Fit Orthotics Assessment in Walmart today. Now in the foot care aisle. This is Larry Steinhaus of Investor Schooling. I am so proud to announce the continuing success of our students at Investor Schooling. 
You already know that in Investor Schooling, we teach real estate investing and stock options. Did you also know that we teach things about tax savings, estate planning, and business coaching as well? We teach things about money I bet you never knew. At Investor Schooling, we teach from the perspective of true experience. If you want to see what our students think about Investor Schooling, please check out the over 165 star Google reviews. To find out more about how you can change your financial life, go to InvestorSchooling.com or call 866-424-2829. That's 866-424-2829. And you can attend a complimentary class this Thursday at 7 p.m. Attend that class and see for yourself what Investor Schooling is all about. Go to InvestorSchooling.com or call 866-424-2829. That's 866-424-2829. We can't wait to see you this Thursday. We know you're excited because Eagles football is back. With the free Odyssey app, you can jump back and listen to the moments that matter, even if you missed it live. Hear Marks and Reese break down the offense or listen to Nick Sirianni's interview with the 94 WIP Morning Show. Yeah, I've been in a game where we scored a touchdown and I'm fist pumping with the fans. I don't think I've done that since I played college football. Stay close to the Eagles wherever you are this season. Download the free Odyssey app today. A-U-D-A-C-Y. Can we just talk about this trip coming up? I'm just, I'm dreaming of it. And I want you to come with me. Next, we are heading to southern Italy this coming spring on a gastronomical tour of the most beautiful coastline in the entire world, the Amalfi Coast. I want you to join me next spring for 12 magical days in luxury with the professionals who do it the best, once again, from conservative tours. And yeah, I'm putting my good name on this. I'm promising you, as well as my own family, my husband, Larry, Menti, my sons, Michael and David, they'll be there too. First time they've traveled, really traveled outside the country. We did go to Alaska and Canada once when they were younger. They don't even remember it. So they are biting at the bit for this. Can't wait. And we want you, as well, to join us with conservative tours. We're going to take the high-speed jet foil to the Isle of Capri, 5267. This includes your airfare, includes luxury hotels, unbelievable, delicious dining events. Just call toll-free, 888-733-9494. You can go to conservativetours.com and you'll see all the information, the itinerary. Just look for my picture. And Italy's best-kept secrets, that's what we will explore. The Abbey of Monte Cassino, Puglia, Medieval Caserta, Sorrento, Pompeii, of course, Rome, all the ancient sites. Join me next spring in southern Italy. See you on the Isle of Capri, conservativetours.com. Tell them Dawn sent you. Follow Talk Radio 1210 on Instagram and Facebook at 1210WPHD. It's Kelly Company, the YouTube video right now. You see it? Oh, jeez. You guys are all savages. Barbaric savages, I'll tell you. (laughs) See, it pays the watch. It pays the watch. Oh, God. The show you didn't know you'd love until you thought about living without it. 
I'm just a punching bag in here 20 hours a week. <laughs> oh, that's not true. Fighting for all of you out there in uh, Radio Land. Yeah, listen to this. Martyr Kale. <laughs> Mostly oh. peaceful, most of the time. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Oh, boy. And 931, good to have all of you in. Hopefully uh, you take advantage of today. Beautiful outside. <laughs> oh. Don't stay inside on Twitter, and uh, don't let Hamas scare you. And by the way, can can we get to 200 likes on the YouTube? Uh, 201. Two, no, 200, 200 likes. 213, Friday. We're, Do I hear 207? We're, we're, we need 54 more likes, so if you're watching right now, please hit the like button. Thank you. Okay. 855-839-1210. Uh, we have a pair of tickets to give away for Queen and Adam Lambert coming up this Wednesday, October 18th. And Matt is in Center City, and he is with us with the correct answer. Matt, what's going on, buddy? How are you? Good morning on Friday. I'm happy, Greg. I'm happy to win the tickets. Uh, it's John Carpenter's The Fog. John Carpenter, that is the movie. correct. Yep. That and, is uh, correct. Hey, oh, hey, if, 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 uh, I got something to cheer Greg up. If it's, I don't know if it's allowed, though, so I'm going to run it by him. Yeah, we like Greg angry. Don't word. cheer him up. No, no, well, this one he'll enjoy. Take the word Hamas and add holes to the end. And I don't know if you can say it on the, <laughs> on the radio. <laughs> I like yeah, it. I'm giving you that. I'm giving you, Thank I'm you. giving you that, Greg. Thank I want you, you. you to use that I in the future. It. I appreciate it. Uh, <laughs> Well, congratulations, Thanks, Matt. Matt. You got yourself the tickets, and we appreciate you listening. <laughs> I think he was calling from the fourth floor stall. I know, right? On the speakerphone. <laughs> but yeah, that's what you got to do sometimes when you call. Uh, yeah. You call this station, so exactly. you don't want the uh, the bosses to catch you. <laughs> God Almighty! All right, um, I'm sure we'll have some more tweets and some photoshops. So uh, we'll go to those, or Valdez will call break in live and put them up on the screen if you're watching. But right now, 9:33. Greg's got about 13,000 pages left of audio left. So let's get to uh, what's on the cut sheet part. Do what's on the cut sheet? I do. We played this earlier, but I want to play it again um, for those of you just tuning in now. You know, look, it's uh, there was a, it was a late night last night. I'm sure people got late starts to their day today, so people, you know, nine thirty might is early for a lot of people. Yeah. So uh, where you been? But it's okay. Yeah. Uh, Steve Scalise uh, announced last night uh, that he was dropping out of the speakership race of the speaker race, and uh, this is how that sounded. Cut twelve, Daniel. I know we've been following this. It's been quite a journey, uh, and there's still a long way to go. Uh, I just share with my colleagues that I'm withdrawing my name as a candidate for the speaker designee. If you look at over the last few weeks, if you look at where our conference is, there's still work to be done. Uh, Our conference still has to come together and is not there. Uh, There are still some people that have their own agendas And I was very clear, we have to have everybody put their agendas on the side and focus on what this country needs. This country is counting on us to come back together. This House of Representatives needs a speaker and we need to open up the House again. But clearly, not everybody is there. And there's still schisms that have to get resolved. I actually like everything he said there. Um, and you think about his last six years of his life. 
I believe it was a 2017, the baseball incident where he was under attack. He's been dealing with cancer. And then all of a sudden you get this, the chance to you know become the Speaker of the House. And within 24 hours, you realize you're basically not wanted in that position. I thought from like being a professional, he was uh, re- really well-spoken there and very factual and accurate with the fact that he's saying, look, there's still a lot of divide. That, and now, is everybody going to come together and get on the same page? As Don always says, GOP, get it together. I still have my doubts. I don't think they will. Uh, but all in all, considering a rough stretch for that guy, he looked pretty good there. Do you think, be honest, do you think it's a slam dunk that Jim Jordan gets the... I do. You do? I, I mean, who else would it be at this point? I mean, I don't even know that there's a distinctive other name that has been thrown out there that has a puncher's chance. I mean, it was Jim Jordan and Scalise were the two that everybody was running with. My list was Jordan and Byron Donalds. Byron Donalds, okay, pipe dream. Uh, maybe you know, could, ten years from now, could there be a chance? Could there be a? Could there be a possibility that Hakeem Jeffries ends up getting it? <laughs> oh God! Don't even say that. No. Don't even say that. I'm not it's a sin. That. It's a sin. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Like, I don't know. With with all of this, you know. They're not being able to get their stuff together. It's got to be Jim Jordan. I mean, and you know, I, and I get it. You're going to have the the MAGA base first, the rhinos, and 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 you know, of course, Jim Jordan has been backed publicly by Trump. Trump has come out saying that Jim Jordan would make an excellent speaker, great leader. Uh, you know, certainly aligns with Trump on a lot of the stuff policy wise, and that would be my guy. Now, there, but you know, what's interesting about Jim Jordan is when I floated that out ten days ago and I gave my list, I had a couple of people, and I'm, I'm a little surprised at. There was a few that said Jim Jordan talks a good game, but he's not going to deliver on what the MAGA base really wants. I don't know about that. I think Jim Jordan is about as good as you're going to get. Yeah. <clears throat> um, I think it should be a woman. Oh, wow. I'm just told. I'm teasing. No, okay. I'm totally te- I had to just mess with you. Okay. <sighs> I would never say that. I don't know why. Don't, Dawn's anti woman. I, I don't know. No, I'm not anti woman. I, I just think the closed. best person I should. I, truthfully, messing with us. I don't <laughs> care if I don't care if Jim Jordan's dog gets it at this point. GOP Scott Perry, please. I, Scott Perry was tweeting about that he's thrilled with with Jim Jordan. Fine, I don't care. Mm-hmm. Just get it together. Pick a house leader. Unite and just move. Just move forward, please. Yeah. Right? There's a lot of things on their on their. They have, they have, a, they have a pretty big to do list, and as these days go by, and then you throw in what happened seven days ago. Um, <laughs> You know, it's a, this is not the time to be kind of um, taking and, and uh, going through and vetting the process and going like yeah. you need to move. It's like my mom said, we're, you know, what stays, what's said at the kitchen table stays at the kitchen table. Right. Mm-hmm. So in other words, I, I everything that they've argued out publicly and Matt Gates said about the budget and so on, I fully agree with. Yep. I just don't want it out, you know, outside the house. Keep it inside the house. I would, I would also say this too. We gave you the story last week about how it looks like it, things are trending where the house could flip back blue, yeah. and the Senate could go red. I don't know about that second part, but at this moment in time, on October thirteenth, in year one of taking back the house, uh, th- as far as control wise with the GOP, they look like they're one and done. What about what about Trump tweeting yesterday or whatever he was doing, truth socialing? Um, about uh, Steve Scalise's uh, cancer and how it's not the right time for him to be speaker because he needs to concentrate on his health. That's the same sentiment Mar- Marjorie Taylor Greene echoed as well. Is there that were a, a lot of people. Is that a little insensitive, though? I don't know if it's insensitive or if it's an excuse to say that you don't want him. Well, like, he didn't call him, like, cancer boy or no, something. There no. was nothing insensitive. But I, I think... I, I'm I think, sorry. 
I think what you're seeing is a lot of the people, whether it's Marjorie Taylor Greene or Trump, that want Jim Jordan are using the Steve Scalise is not in the best of health argument to but take look this at position. Him. He, look, he, do- he looks you know, pretty good. It's a really stressful. You think he looks he bad looks there? He looks really pale Does he? to me. I didn't notice that. It's stressful. If you, and like, and I'm, can we go back to that clip, actually? I would like to just, if you could just play like 10 seconds of it. It doesn't matter what part. And I love Steve. Don't get, I love Steve Scalise. Yeah, I, mean, I, don't, I don't really love him. No, but. as a person, though. I, oh. I think he is beloved as a, as a person. All right, I'm going to play After he was shot. You're right. Cut 12. I know we've been following this. It's been quite a journey. Uh, and there's still a long way to go. Uh, I just share with my colleagues, and I'm withdrawing my name as a candidate for... What are we playing it for if there's no video? I know. I don't know. If you look at over the last... Okay, never well, the point being I was going to make by just replaying it again okay. was that if you look at him there and if I said he has cancer, I th- my response would be he looks pretty good for a guy that has cancer. I, I don't I don't notice much well, with him. To be honest with you, to be honest with you, what, what Trump's that's worth. That, that was my first thought with this was that like, you know, my my wife's aunt uh, had this and died of it. It's a very oh. it's a very serious. What kind of cancer does he have again? It's, blood. It's yeah, it's yeah. a blood like it's multiple myeloma, right? Yeah. Um, forgive me if I got. Isn't the that what wrong, Jimmy but, Buffett ultimately? No, he had lymphoma, I think. Um, uh, so it's a very it's a very uh, strong like it's a it's a bad cancer. Mm-hmm. So like yes, you would think that he would need time and everything to you know right. that's a stressful job oh of course but um i don't know like does the americans versus disabilities act prevent that from i don't know that i don't know um i want to know what you guys think for what the punishment should be for this now it's a little it's a little dark it's a little morbid and i don't mean to end on a dark and morbid thing but i've been sitting on this for a couple of days and because everything we've been playing seems dark and morbid yeah. but um i've been sitting on this and i think it's a it's a uh, it's a horrific story but i think it's a it's an interesting like what should the outcome be cvs the uh, pharmacy messed up and this was in nevada and oh, I it saw this. uh it killed a mother's preborn baby after it accidentally gave her drugs used for abortions instead of medications to prevent miscarriages. Oh, my God. You, how do you bungle that up? Uh, so apparently, apparently mixing up medications like this is common, and apparently this poor woman has uh, has been struggling to have kids. She, she has a few other ones. She's been struggling to have kids and finally got... Pregnant, and then this happened. Uh, this is from KLAS TV Eight News out of uh, News Now out of Nevada. Uh, cut. I'm sorry, Daniel. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Cut one, Daniel. It's just like how, 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 how. That is the question we'll all be asking ourselves tonight. And it is also the question our 8 News Now investigator Kyle Payne is asking after that woman's horrifying story was made public at a recent pharmacy board hearing. First, a warning. Some of you, our viewers, might find this story hard to watch. Kyle, it really is a shocking story that could happen to any of us. Denise Bryan, the Federal Drug Enforcement Agency, says it receives 100,000 complaints a year about suspected medication errors. We met Tamika Thomas just a few days ago, a few years after she went into a CVS in North Las Vegas. She got medication she thought was going to help make her pregnant, uh, yeah, yeah, but yeah. the pharmacy got it all wrong. God, I don't come from a big family, so I wanted to make sure 
I had a big family. Tamika Thomas loves her big family. She has four beautiful, healthy kids and wanted one more. She was having trouble getting pregnant back in 2019 and more trouble when she had to have her fallopian tubes removed after two dangerous pregnancies. But she wanted to fight to grow her family. The fight you, you ended up having was, was a fight that I would have never imagined I would be fighting. The fight, it turns out, is against CVS, this branch in North Las Vegas in particular. She went in there to get prescriptions to help jumpstart her in vitro pregnancy. She went home, took the medication, and started to cramp. Cramping is, you know, a norm, but my cramping went beyond that. <clears throat> it was extreme. It was painful. So painful, she knew something was wrong. Expecting a drug that would trick her body into thinking it was pregnant, she checked the bottle. And uh, your life changed that day. Two CVS pharmacists who ended up in front of the pharmacy board had made a handful of errors filling Tamika Thomas's prescriptions. They ended up giving her a drug meant to terminate the pregnancy for which she had fought so hard. They did exactly the opposite of what I was trying to do. Not okay. Not at all. I understand people make mistakes. This is her testimony. Yeah. yeah, there you go. Okay, so obviously there's a, a lawsuit to be had there. I feel awful for, for that lady. For the other, go ahead. Go through um, IVF and yeah. to have fertility issues, which so many people do. Mm-hmm. You go through so much. And so here she is pregnant, and they're just trying to maintain her hormone levels to right. maintain the pregnancy. And to give her that wrong medication, uh, oh my God. How, how alarming is it, the stat that they gave, that this happens yes. on average 100,000, not, not um, this, pregnancy, yeah, yeah. but medication mishaps 100,000 times a year. Yeah. <laughs> so if you're going there for whatever it is, you yeah. know, you, whatever you might be taking, yeah. Jesus. I mean, yeah, it's, I, a red, it's a red, I'm sorry, Greg. No, no, go. I think it's a red flag for everybody. Absolutely. That... You know, you you always want to check, but the problem here was that this is a, a different kind of a medication. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's not like the, your regular heart medication where you right. might recognize something, right? And so, and the label could be correct, but the actual pill form itself could be, you know, completely no, different. They said that they should have, because usually they'll say if if it's something new that you've never taken, they'll say, "Have you taken?" and they'll name the thing before. Yeah. And and so they're supposed to go through a protocol. They apparently didn't do that. So now they're being fined, and they their licenses are suspended, but only provisionally. Mm-hmm. If you can imagine that, but they, it the the, I mean, it, this is horrifying. Yeah. Oh wow. my. Well, so, so what? Obviously, there's a there's a lawsuit. Yeah. That, oh my or, goodness. It doesn't like, bring her baby back. What do you, what she do you, may never ha- be able to have kids. She just now they force her to have a miscarriage. Basically. What did. What do you do to the employees? Obviously, they're fired. Well, you have to be. Yeah. I, I mean, do they do they do they bear responsibility for this? I would uh, assume so, right? Well, you know, I think they're gonna they're probably gonna lawyer up, and what they're gonna say is, I, I can tell you at the CVS <clears throat> pharmacy where I every time I'm there picking up like Michael's medication for his type one diabetes. Yeah. I, no you matter what it. time I go, you look I'm, at it. I do look at it, but they're so busy. Oh, I know. It's I like, hate, I hate and they're there. in that fishbowl because they've got the drive-in on one side, the customers on the other side, 
they can't even like one time literally there were pharmacists and somebody had to go to the bathroom yeah and I'm like just take your break but they don't get a break yeah the, they're overworked a lot of the Walgreens uh, uh, pharmacists have, have like walked out and are striking yeah because, yeah. because of lack of help and, and stuff every like time that. I go it, it's amazing how they can never find my prescription <laughs> I get the text what is your CVS has said your uh, order is ready you go there yeah. uh, what's your last name uh, K-A-Y-A-L <laughs> uh, date of birth blah, 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 blah. So, and then they're looking around they're flipping through the bins and mm-hmm. the I know. Like, uh, over there. There's the K's are over there. Yeah, Can I get out of here today, please? Yeah. I mean, like, uh, could they be charged with something like involuntary manslaughter or something like that? I, mean, I, I, would, I don't know. I, I would think this is more of a, mo- a civil case, like a monetary kind con- Like, But what's the what's the dollar amount that gives you, I, there's like, none. that restores there's you, none. right? No. No. You're never whole again from that. No. no. But, like, no. Can, but can they be responsible for, like, an on... In, Un, uh, involuntary. I'm wondering, I'm wondering Sorry, what type struggling of, to say that. I wonder what type of protection pharma has in these cases. It's a great. It's a great question. Yeah, it's a great question. I mean, to me, I think it's it's a horrifying on the job mistake. Obviously, I mean, unless they can somehow prove that they were just being that this was a on purpose, right? Right, or yeah. that they were negligent, but. What kind of human being would do that on purpose? By the way, well, I mean, Jesus. But I mean, if you accidentally, like, if you accidentally hit somebody and kill them, right? It's still, just... it's still, you know, you're still tried as, yeah, you know, like it could be an accident, but that's correct. But can I just point something out? Think about this. This is horrific, and this is her baby. This is yeah. her. She and be, when you have IVF, you have early on, you have all those sonograms, so you have images of your, mm-hmm. even if you're in the first trimester. You know, they probably had a name. Mm-hmm. Their other kids were all excited. We're having a girl, this and that. So, so think about this right now and how this would be treated. And think about law enforcement. When a law enforcement officer shoots and kills somebody, even if they've made a mistake in protocol, even if they thought somebody was reaching for a gun and let's say it was an, a knife, mm-hmm. but they in that flash moment thought that. Think about the way different professions are treated whether this is a pharmaceutical situation right. or medical malpractice as far as doctors. But in law enforcement, it's the one profession that if one officer makes that flash decision in the midst of chaos yep. and God forbid it turns out to be tragic, they are, it makes national news mm-hmm. and they are all dragged through the mud. That's correct. Actually, this what- on a day when we have two Philadelphia police officers shot one kill. Right. Why, don't, why don't we do this since we're over here? Don, can you talk to us real fast about Piazza? Yes, of course. You know, it's honestly, it's in my it's in my scrapbook now, you know, with the first. The first tooth underneath the pillow, first day in kindergarten, and for the first time taking our teenage son, Michael, to Piazza Honda of Philadelphia Seriously, I have all the pictures. It's in our scrapbook. It's a moment. It's a rite of passage that we share now. And I feel like they're family. I mean, seriously, Ross and Tony, Vince and Kristen. Yeah, they're in the family album because we had such an amazing experience with our friends at the Piazza Auto Group and specifically Philadelphia Honda here. But did you know that Piazza does carry more than 1,200 pre-owned vehicles? That's at any given time, not just the brands that you've heard me mention or Nick mention. We have Hondas. Um, Nick has the Ridgeline, right, which we've teased as a minivan. But really, honestly, it's a pickup truck with a better ride for his little girls and that sort of thing. Mine is the minivan. And then Michael has the Honda Civic. But, you know, maybe it's an Acura, Mazda, Hyundai, Volkswagen. 
but they've got pretty much any other brand that you've seen that you're interested in. That's the power of the Piazza Auto Group. So you can just visit Piazza, P-I-A-Z-Z-A, PiazzaAutoGroup.com. You want to search their pre-owned inventory or for that Piazza dealer nearest you. They're all over Pennsylvania, New Jersey, Delaware. But make sure you tell them Dawn sent you. And Nick, too. All right, Don. thank you very much. I'll be getting in uh, my Piazza truck in just about, uh, call it eight minutes. I've got it timed out to a science as to when I get back <laughs> to the parking lot. Uh, and uh, by the time I get out of the parking lot, it'll be 10 o'clock, and the Dawn Show will be live and on the air on a Friday, and we find out what Dawn has lined up for the next two hours. Yeah, I'm gonna. we're going to update you. There's so much to, uh, breaking right now as I'm speaking locally and nationally, internationally. So we're talking about all of these different things. There's new uh, Donald J. Trump news coming out. We've got the House Speaker debate. And locally, what's going on with this uh, situation with now in Bucks County? I'll take you to what's happening there with the upcoming elections. It's gotten really ugly at the county level against some of those parents who are now running for school board and as well as at Montgomery County. And the latest, I'll say, assault on Moms for Liberty and how they're being labeled, it is ridiculous locally. So we'll take you through all of this coming up on the Dawn Show. Okay. Uh, and one, one quick note before we get to who won Twitter today. We've got a couple of minutes here. Uh, the, the way that Trump is being portrayed from the DeSantis camp is, I think, um, completely irresponsible with the clip in which Trump was talking about other global leaders being smart and intelligent people. I don't know if he was talking. I think he was talking about Xi. Uh, there was others. I mean, he praised Hezbollah. Not praised them, but called them really smart. Well, I mean, you can sit there. I mean, you can have people that have you know sinister intentions that are evil that are still smart with the way. Like, you know, there are certain leaders, I think, as much as I want them all taken out. Like, I think Xi, I don't think Xi is a stupid guy. I don't think some of these people, I mean, we even see criminals in this country, you know, like we say, well, criminals aren't stupid. They know what's going on with the uh, lack of prosecution and lack of law and order in this country. I thought it was, and look, it's it's not surprising. It's politics. You try to take anything you can and twist it. Mm-hmm. But like, that's that's the last grasp that this, the, the DeSantis camp has at this point right now. Yeah. I'm like, if that's your well, best same. shot, you're, you're, you're probably much on um, your last leg anyway, so... And it has, I don't think it's really gone over with, with anybody. Nah. It's another blow that hasn't landed, so to speak. Well so, said. I'm not sure if that's what you were teasing, but I just well, I to... played it. I played a snippet of it yesterday, but I, I think to your point, he should have, Trump, would, would it behooved him to use the word cunning, maybe on second reference? But when he says they're smart, in the, in the, if you listen to the context of it, right, mm-hmm. he's saying they're cunning, they're planning, they're, and they are smart. Well, Obviously, also, they outsmarted the Israelis and the entire worldwide intelligence community. He's praised in, in, in some contexts Kim Jong un as well. But, that was Hezbollah. He was not Hamas. Right. And, you know, there's. But he's the, saying they're cunning. But he's, he's it, also pretty smart from this. I'm talking about Trump. Like, he will kind of stroke some of these people a little mm-hmm. bit, even, even if it means taking backlash. Yeah. Under the guidance of, hey, I, I kept the world pretty peaceful. Guys, if Biden or Obama would have said that, we would have been wall-to-wall coverage of it. Let's be honest. Come no, on. That's fair. Come on. No, well, we okay. would have played it in context. I think we would play it and let people respond to it. I think it. the DeSantis ad was would kind we? of taken out of context. Okay. <laughs> would we, Don? Yes. Would we have that nuance if, uh, <laughs> if, if Biden or Obama said it? Okay. 
All right. Uh, 9.54. Let's find out who won Twitter today. Who won Twitter? Snowbunny gal wins Twitter. Uh, she says, my second student of the day is absent, so I'm able to sit here at my desk and get a lot of prep done. And I'm finally, for the first time ever, logging into Kale and Company on YouTube. And Yay. this and this is what I this is what I see. And it's the pictures <laughs> of Nick. <laughs> so, She's dressed, one and done. Dressed up as a woman with the Rocky Horror Picture Show oh. and the Cure. Um, Look at so, the hair. Yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. my God. Thank you, Daniel, for putting it up there. (laughs) Yes. All right. Congratulations Uh, for her. Amazing. All right. That'll do it for us. Uh, Stay tuned. The Dawn Show. Oh, by the way, we're so caught up in Philly's hysteria. There's still an Eagles game. Eagles game. Oh my gosh. Uh, Eagles and the Jets on Sunday. Uh, I believe Stocker's up 40 bucks. I think the number, as I get it here quickly, Yeah, where's is my $40, the Nick? Eagles, um, it's, I'm going to Venmo it to you. Uh, <laughs> the Eagles are a seven-point favorite, and the over-under is 41. Uh, I'm going to take... Um, I'm going to take the Jets getting seven. Wow. I like the Eagles in a low-scoring, ugly, grinded-out, no-Aaron-Rodgers game affair. I'll take uh, the Eagles by less than a touchdown, and I like under 41, Gregory. I'm going to take the Eagles uh, 28 and the New York Jets 12. Okay. I'll take, uh, let's go uh, 23-17. Okay. 23-17. Eagles! Eagles! Yeah. And then we'll make predictions. We'll make predictions Monday for the first, That's right. Uh, Game one Monday night. Yeah. All right. Everybody have a great weekend. The Dawn Show is coming up next. We'll talk to you Monday morning at 6. I'm done with Steve Scalise. I'm done with Hamas. I'm done with all of it. <laughs> what about tonight? I'm done with Sailor I'm Twift. With uh, Parks Dawn. Yes. Let's talk about Parks. The ultimate destination. Love Parks. PRX. The one and only casino. And the best on the entire East Coast. October at Parks Casino. The $50,000 trick-or-treat treasures is on. So win, and you'll have a close encounter with the creepy claw machine. Winner selected every 20 minutes. Friday, not today Friday, but next Friday, October 20th. So from now until October 20th, you earn the entries for your chance to play the Creepy Claw with the $50,000 Trick or Treasures only at the number one casino park. So the hottest entertainment keeps you coming back. Thousands of state-of-the-art slots, 115 table games, best sports book on the entire East Coast. Joe Conklin's Comedy Night. I love Joe. He's so funny. I love the new material. you got to hear it if you haven't. And he's always along with New York's best club comedians every other Thursday night. Sometimes Yoli, sometimes Nick Kale. The best local bands every weekend, only at 360 Lounge. Don't miss these top headliners coming soon to the Excite Center Parks Casino. Comedian Michael Blaustein, that's next Friday, October 20th. Howie Mandel, Friday, November 17th. And then on the 18th, Air Supply, Aaron Lewis, Thursday, November 30th. Michael Carbonaro, Friday, December 15th. And then the next day, Martina McBride, Parks, the ultimate destination for all the action, excitement, entertainment, Free parking, valet parking, EV charging stations. Yeah, for all things Parks Casino, visit ParksCasino.com. This is how you win. Must be 21 gambling problem. Call 1-800-GAMBLER. You're invited to witness a groundbreaking documentary, America's Retirement Dilemma, a documentary of Wall Street's rigged system. 
Featuring powerful, exclusive interviews, such as the president and CEO of the leading analytics firm over Wall Street, Del Bar Incorporated, Lou Harvey, who explains why Wall Street is not set up to have a fiduciary duty to the everyday investor. Wall Street is not set up to handle a fiduciary relationship. Too expensive to replace all of my compensation systems, retrain all of my people, the whole structure that's been built over the last hundred years would have to be turned on end. I would have to be brutally negative. We have an industry that has been built on caveat emptor. Buyer beware. Hear this and more exclusive interviews with powerful industry leaders, esteemed economists, and top researchers at the Springfield Country Club, October 24th. Registration is required. Call Crash Proof Retirement, 800-722-9728. When you need to know, depend on KYW News Radio 1039 FM. Israel's military ordered for the evacuation of over a million people in northern Gaza within 24 hours. The U.N. calls the order impossible. The escalating war is sparking concerns in the U.S. with law enforcement on high alert today after Hamas's call for a global day of rage. Congressman Steve Scalise has suddenly dropped out of the House Speaker race. Get the latest anytime on KYW News Radio. Now on Crystal Clear 103.9 FM. You've never needed us more. Join us at Odyssey as we all do our one thing. Together millions of things for our planet. After Halloween, your used jack-o'-lantern and other gourds are great additions to any compost pile. When we each share our one thing, it becomes a million things for our planet. What's your one thing? Don't miss Dr. Marianne Ritchie, your radio doctor, at a special time, this Saturday morning at 10. Get accurate information so you can make the right medical decisions. Your radio doctor, this Saturday morning at 10, on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. In the Pennsylvania Army National Guard, get a head start on a career in exciting fields, including science, communications, engineering, and medicine, all while earning money for your education. This training will boost your eligibility for a high-paying and rewarding profession, and you can get it all while serving part-time in your community. To learn more about the Pennsylvania Army National Guard, visit nationalguard.com slash PA and talk to a recruiter today. Paid for by the Pennsylvania Army National Guard. Talk Radio 1210, WPHD, WPHD, HD, WOGL, HD3, Philadelphia. Always live on the free Odyssey app. From the Cherry Hill Volvo Studios, where relationships matter. Live and local from Philadelphia. The Don Stensling Show on Talk Radio 1210, WPHD. We have law enforcement across the region, across Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, New Jersey, Delaware, increasing patrols here. And this police presence being boosted, of course, as the Israel-Hamas war continues all morning today on this October 13th day of jihad. As I told you yesterday, a Hamas leader, former leader, had declared this day of jihad or or war, rage. But on this day, certainly, we have law enforcement beefed up as this rages on. And we had protests yesterday, pro-Palestinian protests, uh, locking down and really closing down Market Street in the city of Philadelphia. And that's something we've seen across the East Coast, across the region, for sure. And upcoming, I'll tell you when the peaceful, prayerful demonstrations will be held. That's coming up on Monday. But law enforcement are specifying and stressing that there are no current threats that they're announcing specifically to Philadelphia. They say they remain vigilant, 
and vigilant, I should say, and they're asking all of us to be on the lookout, to be aware. And so we have rallies in support of Israel ongoing across the United States of America, including this area, but as well those protests and demonstrations that are, in fact, supporting Hamas in particular, not not pro-Palestinian necessarily, because I think that, you know, if, if that's their thing and they want to talk about the issues and the policy issues that they hope get resolved as a root cause, um, that's that's a different case. That's not what I'm talking about here. But we're hearing these cheers and we played some of the audio for you that are, uh, you know, really heartbreaking, I will say. And so lo- local authorities are saying that they, they've expressed concern after that former Hamas militant leader, as I told you yesterday, called for protests, labeling today, Friday the 13th, as a day of jihad. So you will see across the region and here in Philadelphia the increased patrols. And as well, that brings me to those, well, I'll say this. We've had protests across the Middle East. So we're seeing riots and protests erupting overseas in the Middle East. But I want you to think about this as we know that many in law enforcement were ready today. And we have President Joe Biden visiting us in Philadelphia today again to announce this, this, you know, power plant issue. But then on top of it, these officers were, had been just, had just been told that, yeah, we're going to, you're going to work some longer hours. This is going to be a weekend. We're going to be more uh, vigilant and so on. But then this morning, what happened? Early this morning, I, I want to update you on the latest because late, late last night, 11 o'clock last night, two officers, Philadelphia International Airport, and this is making national news, as you probably know by now, veteran officers, and they see a group of guys, thugs, busting into cars, parked vehicles. This is not a carjacking situation, but the officers wit- literally witnessed this 11 o'clock last night. And they do their job. These are fully uniformed officers, and they they approach this group of thugs breaking into vehicles. And we've heard about at the airport, this is a real problem at the Philadelphia International Airport, whether they're privately owned vehicles or in particular, we've heard about the cases of the rental cars, the rental car issue, you know, issue of the targeting of rental cars. And that has caused a real problem. If you, and I know this happened to us, we went to rent um, Enterprise, we do with Enterprise, they had a real problem because we had something that was reserved and they said, oh, with what's going on at the airport, we've had a real problem because we're trying to supply, but we've all had all these mass like auto thefts at the airport. So this is something that the police have tried to crack down on. That's what the uh, these officers were doing when this group of thugs opened fire on the officers. And so this morning, as I've told you, uh, we have two veteran officers who were rushed to the hospital. The 60-year-old officer looks like he's in stable condition. He will survive his injuries. However, the other officer who has a wife, who's a dad, who is a 20-year veteran of our Philadelphia um, Police Department, (sighs) yeah, the the doctors in the ER and the emergency department could not save his life. And so early this morning, we had the confirmation early this morning that um, he was pronounced dead. And then the family gets notified. It's it's that call that every spouse, every partner, every wife 
of someone in law enforcement dreads. And we've talked a lot about that. And so she gets the call. And so then they all begin to learn of this. And then I'll say about 6.30-ish in the 6 a.m. hour, we saw that motorcade, as is a tragic tradition, as we see now the body of the officer, as his body is then led in a procession from the hospital where you see officers lined up in, in a solemn line. And then the procession, you know, as they travel and escort his body being transported then to the funeral home. And so now we will see a funeral for, for one of our, one of our best who in the line of duty suffered this casualty and was fired upon and murdered in the line of duty. So the, the one report is that at least one of those individuals who may very well be a juvenile is hospitalized at Children's Hospital. And so we don't have all the details there as Philadelphia police all morning have been searching for these suspects, armed and dangerous suspects among us. And I just want you to think about, think about what happened. These are volatile, very dangerous individuals, right? Who are, who are, who escaped and have been free among us. And just compare the way that's reported. And just, just think about this compared to, I'll take you to the suburbs in Chester County where there was zero tolerance, zero tolerance for a killer among us. But in Philadelphia, it's covered, yes, and it's horrific, but it's not covered in the same way, is it? And I I just want you to soak that in and think about it. And I understand there's a lot of breaking news, and we have all the issues of the, the tragic news of what's happening in the Middle East and the hostage updates. And I'll get to all of that. I have a great guest interview that Anthony Dorenzo set up this morning coming up at 1030. But think about this, the way it's being reported, and that we should be wall-to-wall covering, in fact, this search for killers who struck back at, had the audacity, right, to strike back at armed and uniformed police officers and what they would do to you. These are dangerous individuals among us. But it's not reported in that way, is it? And in some senses, it's really glossed over as, and the nose today, an officer, just, I want you, it's important to just pause and pay attention to the way this story is being reported and the choice of verbs, the choice of the lead, because this is well thought out. Trust me, as somebody who went to, who attended and graduated from a top journalism school, right? So all of this is thought out that coverage, that video. And I know many of the stations appropriately this morning in that 6 a.m. hour took it live as as that would be appropriate and showed the motorcade right now. And this is somber and you have police officers on uh, motors in motorcycle driving motorcycles and vehicles, lights on in a solemn as they make that motorcade and they make their way to the funeral. That was appropriate. But just moving through the day and the weekend just just thinking about focusing on the way this is covered. And it's important for us all to think about media, the way media, different media outlets even cover police officer-involved shootings. And in this one, a deadly shooting. So this man is not coming home. He's not coming home for dinner tonight. We won't be home this weekend for the family. As we think about one of those among us, who protected us, who served us in our local community, 
and our prayers are with you this morning. Anthony, I know you've been covering audio. I know there were multiple news conferences. I say to our executive producer, Anthony Dorenzo, who's been such a trooper as he has uh, been not only uh, the associate producer for the morning show for Nick Kale and for Kale and Company, and then the executive producer of the Dawn Show, but then heading right after this every day and covering our fills. And so had done that special show with Dan Borowski. And now I know you've been monitoring all these news conferences this morning, Anthony. Is there is there an update with the audio that you've been working on, or did I cover it? Uh, we have I have some of that uh, audio from okay. the conservative group that you sent me with the abortion topics. They were breaking down. Some... No, 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 we're not going to go to that yet, though. Okay. We won't go to that quite yet. I just didn't know as far as I know that we had talked about the news conference and I think I covered it. I just I know they've been holding news conferences and they will hold future news conferences. That that's it. So we so we'll continue to cover that for you as well as concern about the update on the officer, the 60-year-old officer, late 50s. He's a 22-year veteran of the force. I believe he's in stable condition. And so a lot of prayers for him, for his family as well. And then we had some news conferences ongoing overnight and into this morning with interim Police Commissioner John Stanford, many statements being put out there. So, uh, Yeah, I have some audio from him. It's okay. just a little tough to hear, but we do have them. Thanks, Anthony. So tonight, uh, just after 11 p.m., uh, two airport police officers, Philadelphia police officers, uh, assigned to the airport uh, were arriving at work, uh, parked in the parking garage at that location. Uh, from what I understand, they exited their vehicle. At that point, they uh, observed a few individuals breaking into another vehicle within the parking garage area. Um, the officers approached to essentially uh, interrupt or disrupt or investigate what's going on. Uh, at that point, uh, the suspects opened fire on the uh, officers, uh, striking one of the officers multiple times in the upper torso, striking the other officer in the arm. Both officers were transported to the original Methodist Hospital. Again, one officer was transported here, um, and the other officer was transported to Jefferson. At 11.34 uh, p.m., the officer transported here uh, was pronounced. And the officer that's at Jefferson is in stable condition. Good, stable condition. So we know that the breaking news this morning, Philadelphia policemen killed in a shooting that happened late last night, 11 p.m., after 11 p.m., but the situation and the developing situation took us overnight into this morning, and you you heard the interim police commissioner, John Stanford, there saying that the other officer remains in stable condition. And just to put it in perspective, remember that I reported to you just last week, three Philadelphia police officers shot last week. That was in the city's Ronhurst section. And as far as this particular search for the killer or killers of this Philadelphia policeman today, we know that one or more of the the shooters fled the scene at the airport in a black 2022 Dodge Durango. So those suspects are still at large. There was a report at some point that an individual matching the description had one of them had been taken to for treatment, Children's Hospital. So we have at least at least 10 law enforcement officers in Philadelphia My have God. been shot this year. 10. 
I mean, I was just saying to Greg before we came on, it feels like this happens yeah. every single week. Even though, it, uh, I guess it doesn't because it's 10, but it, it really, it feels like this happens every single week. And I think the biggest concern, at least the way I look at it, the airport is one of, or at least it should be, one of the most secure places, uh, or, or, you know, with, with a lot of population, a lot of security. For them to be that brazen there and, and to do that, it's, I mean, I think it goes to show the level of crime we have here and how people don't care. They, they'll do whatever at whatever time. And so let's talk about the reaction from District Attorney Larry Krasner. So follow.